Seal Football Weekly, brought to you by Savory Sound. Savory Sound, it's like Xanax for your ears. Back. Welcome back, Susio Football Weekly. I am Tony G. Alongside me, with me, as always, my wrecking crew, Dap uh, Alvon and the Math Magician themselves. How's it going, fellas? There we go. The just animal fucking animal sounds Monday. Yeah, I like that. Fucking caca. Glad we did that in the pre-show, so I was ready for it. <laughs> Just saying, I mean, that was a pretty good roar, too. That was pretty it was. It was. My chest is hurting a little bit. Ah, fucking tough week in fantasy football. You want to know something crazy just before we get started? What, Tony? What's crazy? I had to watch football like a peasant this week. I had to watch regional coverage. Oh, wow. I'll just say 2-11. and 2-11. It was bad man i was like ah oh, god is this how it feels like to watch football without the red zone like a caveman like oh just stuck with fucking washington and packers which wasn't a bad game by the way but and then the other one was just even worse it was like the lions and the cowboys you knew it was gonna happen oh my oh my they didn't at least do highlights at halftime yeah i'm just sitting there waiting for highlights like a goon i'm like oh god i can't wait to see what happens you know, yeah, they just say it. This is the worst. Get some fucking red zone, man. This is a fantasy player's best friend, man. Why were you slumming, Tony? What is what is the deal with this? I was over at the in-laws, you know, and he, he it, I, I love the guy. He's great. It's my father-in-law's house. And he's like, you know, it was the guy's birthday the night before. And he's like, you guys stay the, stay the night. And I'm like, because we can watch football in the morning. I'm like, you know, I don't watch football the way you watch football. Like, that's all I could think of in my head. You know, and I felt like, oh, I'm going to have to take one for the team because, you know, he's a nice guy and I'm going to have to stay at his house because it's a nice house and all, but don't got red zone. I'd rather stay in a fucking, in a shack in the barrio that has a red shanty, a fucking shanty, shanty on the ice or something. I don't even give a damn. Like, but just kind of missed, you know, the idea. I I did not watch a lot of football. I saw from the highlights what had happened, so that's kind of nice. But I do have that Washington and the Lions game down pat if anybody wants to talk about it. Uh, you know what? No takers? Good. I wasn't, in, I wasn't trying to talk to you guys about it anyway. Does great for the ratings. <laughs> there are no ratings. Antonio Grazza <laughs> So you got the game wrong, or you're completely switched to a different game, which is great. This is classic. But okay, go ahead. Continue. Would you like me to talk about the same game, Eric? No, man. Holler, bro. Go for it. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Of course I switched to a different game. Oh, wait, um, I'm about to be mad angry. Well, why not pick a game happy. with the same teams? You know what I mean? But um. All right, listen, we're going to tear up, tear this up. Ready? Three, two, one. 
Them Slauson boys and Antonia Grazza, 143.7 to 66.3. Grazza now climbing the stairs, fucking sitting at first in that West LA division at 6-1 and one after a massive fucking win, 143.7. Well, them Slauson boys, only 66 points, dropped to 4-3. Bump of the road for them Slauson boys, or is this something that, uh, that we don't, who knows, the fucking smoke and mirrors. Let's talk Grazza, big time number. You know what? Hapa Vaughn, 143 points. Graza, is he something to be feared? He's now first in that West LA division. Hands down the best team in that division. Uh, yeah, called it. Just Did we call it? Yeah, man, he's he's doing good. Hall went down that game. They're saying that dude's got like a major knee injury. So yeah. that's going to be a loss to him. Them Slauson boys pretty much had their had a gang of people on bye week. But, yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. This is the second week with Slauson boys. They gave it up last week to me, too. So this is their second loss in a row, man. It's, I know it's got a sting. But Grazza definitely looking like a playoff contender right now, posting big numbers every week, all week. Eric Johnson, Slauson boys, putting up 60, some meager numbers, 66.3. Putting a guy, leaving a guy in on there with the buy going on. Uh, what's happening here? Is he ghost shipping us, or is he just taking – Nah, he's not ghost shipping nobody. He's not dropping Singletary. He's not dropping Sanders. So guess what? It's just called. I'm just gonna fucking take one for the team this week. It's like he, um, the way he drafted, and he got five teams on the buy. I don't think it was planned, but fuck it, you roll with the punches. And I think winning last week helped him a lot. So you take a loss now. It's not that bad. Four and three going into next week. You kind of got most of your big time big time players out of the, out um, with a buy with the exception of Mahomes. So, I mean, but either way, a good win for Grazza. Losing Brees Hall hurts. Brees Hall was a great pickup for him. Um, now his running back position looks a little less strong because you don't have Brees Hall. Um, and hot off the presses, the Jets just traded for James Robinson, who is the backup running back for the Jags or was the starting running back. Um, so now Jets, who were – surprisingly really good this year at five and two. Now, you know, you're kind of in a win now mode when you get a chance, when your window is there, you got to attack it. You're keeping so, it. so, you know, you got to attack it because you don't know when that window comes around. So, I mean, I understand maybe their offense isn't as great, but their defense is a world-class defense right now. They're playing fucking lights out. And um, right now you never know. So you can catch lightning in a bottle and you got to go for it. So um, kudos to the jets. And um, I think Andrew's still looking great in that division. Um, six and one, but having Brees Hall goes down kind of hurts him as we get later in the season. But right now with a two game lead in the West LA division, you know, you got to like his chances moving before. Yeah. He's still got some running backs, but losing him hurts. Yeah. That's pretty obvious. It's a huge running back, but Damian Harris is now a backup. Ramondre Stevenson's taking that over. So now he went from basically three or four starting running backs down to two. two. Yeah. So. Which I mean, some guys don't even have that. Am I right? Well, it's true, but you know, but he was in a very comfortable spot to a, Less than comfortable Sutton now. So, D smoke you in the Polkai Sex Panthers. That happened 149.2 to 106.1. D smoke is now three and four, sitting at fourth, still kind of maybe in that mid city LA division. It is Monday, you know. Uh, Polkai Sex Panthers drop one, four and three now. Uh, second, obviously in second place in that West LA division, now behind Antonio Grazza. 
Uh, kind of a rough call there because, you know, th- this is something uh, we didn't see out of the Polkai Sex Panthers, a lower scoring game. He was scoring big time points, uh, you know, uncharacteristically all year long. And then now here he is with 106 points. You know what? Let's talk D Smoke. This guy here just put up a monster number. Uh, we have not seen this from D Smoke all season long. Uh, Herbert finally showing up. Moser coming in. And Ejo ben- Eno Benjamin is a surprise. Hap, tell me about D Smoke. Is this something we're going to see out of him? Is he making a move or is this just like, uh, you know, like a flare up, like a bad case of herpes? You feel like this is a Cinderella man situation going on right now? Oh, you think it's a Cinderella fella? Might be. I, I don't know, man. I'm getting Cinderella, Cinderella-esque vibes. Mm. Okay. Do tell. I mean, you, he just lost DK, Met, DK Metcalf. He's only, he? out for a, he's only out for a few weeks. So. Okay. Well, I mean, he can out. Dude, Valdez Scantling kind of came out of nowhere. With well, well, I mean, I think the, well, since we're talking about him, I think Eno Benjamin was a, was played benefit to James Conner being out. So Eno Benjamin had a great week. Um, Mostert's getting back to form. Um, if you really look at it, it'll be interesting. Um, I think what hurts him is Elijah Mitchell. Now with Christian McCaffrey going to the Niners, Elijah Mitchell becomes basically useless. So um, that's going to be a challenge now because Christian McCaffrey changed the game for a lot of people that had like Niner running backs because some people had Jeff Wilson who was doing great. Some people had Elijah Mitchell banking on him coming back from IR. Now it's, it's the Christian McCaffrey show. So that really helps kind of 66th and Shaw. That really some of other stuff. So, I mean, D smoke still a week's a week. Good for him. Um, you know, um, Jamar Chase, Bengals offense is rolling. So Jamar Chase has um, had a great week, which was the difference in Miami defense. And, you know, good for him. Congratulations. Um, I had. If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Josh Jacobs, you'd have been like 80 point, 80 point. Uh, to be honest, I don't care because I had Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Philadelphia defense on a bye. That's usually 40, 50 points right there. And I would have won. Not too worried about it at all. The only difference is, is I, myself, being out of town, no excuses. I didn't want to play Robinson. I was going to put in Curtis Samuel. That's another 13 points there. So I'm looking at, what, 120? Then I'm really starting Hurts and A.J. Brown. So I look at it as I win the week. So I'm not too worried about it. I knew it was going to be a challenge coming in with those two on the bye, but I like my chances with Hurts and A.J. Brown and Philly defense moving forward. So a blip in the road, not too worried. Uh, it was going to happen during a bye week, so. But congratulations, D Smoke. One forty nine is nothing to joke about. Good for him. So much, just so much confidence. You're oozing machismo right now. Absolutely. So I love not, it. Not too worried. So I'm projected to get one forty next week. So I'm not tripping. So you know who else ain't tripping? KT Rick, because he's been tripping on everybody else. One twenty nine point four to eighty one point one over the Crenshaw Cruisers. Crenshaw Cruisers now dropped two in a row. That's called a losing streak. Last I checked. And Casey Rick mm-hmm. four and three. He's making a place. He's tied with the champ in the West LA division. I just noticed that. Damn, Casey Rick showing up, dude. One hundred twenty nine points. That's uh, that's a bit of a game. Joe Burrow exploding all over everybody. You know what? Let's talk Casey Rick. Is this the team of the future, or are they the team of the now? Team's looking pretty good. Uh, 129's not bad. He had Diggs on a bye. Diggs and the Buffalo offense has been pretty amazing. Uh, and like I said, Cincinnati had – if you had a Cincinnati player, you did pretty well. You know, Burrow, Tyler Boyd, 
Um, Jamar Chase had great weeks. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster had the game of his life. He normally doesn't put that up. But um, 129 is a good week. Say Juju Smith only puts up 10, he still wins. So um, he went up against a good thing. And the Cruisers are kind of hurting. Um, 81's not good. Lamar Jackson's struggling. And if you look at his bench, there's really not a lot of hope in sight. So I think the Cruisers have come to fruition, in my opinion. Like I had mentioned, they got off to a great start. And I think they're going to slowly it's, – it's not, it's not hitting right now. Um, only thing that will help the Cruisers is now that two is back – Tyreek Hill maybe gets back to those Tyreek Hill numbers. And, you know, it's just um, the team looks a little little rough right now. But anything can happen. Hap, you think the Cruisers are toast? Because five and The one- sizzle has fizzled out, my friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Facts. I don't think they're toast, but there's no more sizzle. Lamar Jackson putting up those small numbers. Huntley barely putting up three. He, he had a shitty week. And K- Casey Rickman, Burrow putting up 50 points, the most points out of any damn fucking bangle. He outbundied it with four touchdowns. Yeah, man, I, I Cruiser is still going to be a playoff contender, but definitely not going to take it this year. Look, I'm just so you know, you're, you guys are like Juju Smith-Schuster came out of nowhere. This is second 20 big-time game, 24 points and 27, like the last two weeks. Uh, you know, Peppered in there, he had a 13-point game, an 11-point game, double digits. You know, like, hey, maybe we're seeing something. Who knows? Could be. But when you have Juju and Travis, um, one of them is going to poach from the other, so it's kind of a wash. So, I mean, everyone on the Chiefs had good games besides Travis Kelsey. Mecole Hardman had 28 with three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it was just a perfect storm for the Chiefs. They put up a lot of points, and a lot of different guys scored touchdowns, except Travis Kelsey, but he was lucky that, he had one of those guys that scored a lot of the touchdowns and he got a lot of the yards. So. He got 15.8 points. If that's a bad week for Travis Kelsey, give me a tight end. No, he is 15.8 bad week. That if you look at his points, that is probably his worst week of the year, or pretty close to his second worst week of the year. I'd take that in a heartbeat too, as we all know. So. Honeydew melons in 66 and Shaw. Honeydew melons 113.3, 97.7 for 66 and Shaw. Melons now five and two, first in the Valley Division. While wow, sixty six and Shaw's now two and five, sitting there waiting in the South, seeing if they can actually put something together. Rebuilding time for sixty six and Shaw. What are you thinking? Talk to me, EJ. Um, I don't know if it's rebuilding. Um, once again, I said two is now back healthy, so that would help Waddle. Um, interesting to see what happens with the 49ers situation, with McCaffrey. Um, clearly, he's going to do well there, but I don't think he's going to get the amount of touches that he had like in Carolina, Carolina, he touched about 35 times a game. He's not going to get that in San Francisco. So that could be a challenge um, for him moving forward with that. Cause I know he was banking on that, but let's be honest, he's not going to get it. Um, and um, he's still got some guys on the bench. If you look at his bench, he had a lot of decent points on the bench. Um, maybe starting Gibson and some of these other guys, you know, might've made a difference. 15 points. Yeah. Was, before we get there, dude, I had the chance to watch the entire Washington Red Commanders game. And I think Antonio Gibson's their best running back. Yes, he's more explosive. Like, I'm an Alabama fan. Brian Robinson is a great story, but he just doesn't have that explosiveness. He doesn't have that burst through the hole. He has. So, but yeah, you know, he, he works hard. He picks up the blitz. 
And like he's he's a good running back, maybe in other facets. Antonio Gibson probably doesn't pick up the blitz and does all that other bullshit. Yeah. But, but also keeps your quarterback upright, which some people like. So I think it's a balance where Gibson is good in other areas, but Brian Robinson as a rookie maybe is better in these other areas, what they're looking at. But Look, he's a goal line back. I hope he did. I have him in another league. I hope he's uh, a goal line back, but yeah. Gibson's just a better running back. Like, I've never seen a guy like not look around. Uh, he has the ball like like that Brian Robinson kid. I was like, yeah. Like, I mean, yes, Brian Robinson has some good hard yards, but like I said, Gibson in the passing game makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, which is where his value is. And um good win for the Melons. I mean, I think the interesting part is Eckler has been really good, albeit the Chargers have been really bad, but he doesn't give a shit about the Chargers as long as fucking Eckler does well. I'm sure he's happy. Um, but the, the interesting part is it seems like the Chiefs have made a change, and I think Pacheco is now starting now at running back. They've mentioned he's going to be starting moving forward, but still that's going to poach a lot of carries and different stuff, but knowing that he's going to get first-team touches is a big probably help for that. But um, Hap, what you know about them, Melons? We're- I, know, I know Eckler carried him to a win. Willie Beeman of of L.A. Keep some creaming. Hell yeah. Yeah, but no, man, good win. Good win, keeping him on top of that uh, Valley Division in L.A. Uh, 66th and Shaw. I know they expected McCaffrey to put up way better numbers than that. Um, I saw that Washington game as well, and I was really digging Hedeke, man. That fool stuck in there with Aaron Rodgers and ended up pulling out the win. He's, I, I like that, man. That was a good game. Don't you talk to me about the Washington Red Commander, whatever, the Redskins right now, because the Red Dragons. That kid was bad. Like, yeah, yeah. I, hey, I will say this. Like bad so, meaning good? Oh, so watching, bad. watching sports like a peasant does help something. It, wow. I yeah. get to watch all the plays. And damn, like he wasn't that good. He's a backup for a reason. I'm just uh, 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 let's be honest. It also helped that Cairo Santos had 18 points, which helped you win this week too. So, damn right. That's because my kickers bring the thunder. Well, it was a close game, you know. I did the uh, lightning. I mean, thunder. but an 18 point for your kicker solidified that for sure. That's for damn sure. So, Westsiders and the new guys trash fire barbecue 112.1 to 71.7. Westsiders now jumps up to three and four, making a name for himself in that mid-city L.A. division, not going quietly into that good night. While the new guys, they're ready for Mimi. Like these guys here, they got warm milk by the side of the bed. They're now two and five. They're getting tucked in. Uh, two more losses, and it's good night for new guys. Trash fire barbecue. Before we jump into that nasty, nasty Ooh. pool, we're going to talk Westsiders. Westsiders are up. Hap, talk to me about the Westsiders. Is this a squad? Is this is something the West Siders are just doing. They're just being a scrappy team. And is this something that they can pull off? I mean, if they just get the right amount of luck. If they get the right amount of luck, they could ride this to the playoffs, man. Um, they they got Geno Smith. I thought Geno Smith would be a backup to Justin Fields. Justin Fields put up a good amount of numbers this week. They should have started his ass, and not that it would have mattered. But he's. I wish I would have had Geno Smith over freaking Russell Wilson, man. Um, I think Westsiders could ride it off to the playoffs. I think they could follow this momentum going on right now. Trash fire, man, just seem to be falling down the same slippery slope they do every year. Yeah. Just kind of feel bad for him, man. Each talk to us about trash fire. This guy right here, man, he was uh, he was 
kind of a darling when he uh, after the draft, and now all of a sudden he's looking like the new guy. Like you can only hide so trashy being the new guy for for so long, and then next thing you know, you're just that old veteran who keeps losing. Am I right? That's well, you know, he's got a great hype man, you know, but um, unfortunately, the hype man is, you know, start off two and zero, now zero and five after that. Um, tough. Um, I think he's. He's been on record, from my understanding. Yes, I'm fucking hot taking it here. Been on record saying, you know, don't draft a quarterback early. And look what's happened. His quarterback play fucking sucks. So guess what? Maybe you need to draft a quarterback a little earlier. Um, that's first and foremost with Zach Wilson and Jameis Winston. Uh, you know, 71 is 71. It's not good. Um, unfortunately for him, Jonathan Taylor's been out a little bit. It could be the maybe the new guy, Trash Fire Barbecue Curse now, that we can it's a new patent. I don't know. AJ Dillon's been really bad. He's been very underperforming. He's probably underperforming as much as Russell Wilson. And I mean, what's he going to do? Amon St. Brown gets hurt in the fucking, he's been hurt the last three or four weeks and he gets hurt in the first half. So if we look at it, it's like, it's a fucking JK Dobbins, another IR too. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, it's, he's, he's fishing. He's done. No other way to put it. He's little, Ooh, little, little snake, snake bitten, snake riddled, whatever fuck you want to call it. But like, there's no hope inside. I think he's done. He's finito. Put him on a boat. No, that's right. I, wow, that's yeah. a hot take from the mathematician. Calling out the new guy, dropping him like, oh man, like so much, like so much spoiled fish, man. Damn, he's out. I mean, it's 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 the shows. I mean, look at the team. I mean, that's like he's been injury prone. He's got some other stuff. It's like. I don't think a bye week's going to fucking help. I mean, and he hasn't had bye weeks yet. That's going to be the scary part. So, like, some of his weaker team is still going to be weaker as the other week. So, it's like, this is, you know, I mean, this is not looking good right now. I mean, I could be wrong, but he's in the very competitive West LA division where the second and third place team are four and three, and you have a first place team at six and one. So, um, he's going to have some, some hot tread in the head, that's for sure. Fantasy underachievers in the league nemesis 118.5 to 108.5 fantasy underachievers pulls it off, making it four and three, third, uh, tied for first in that uh, LA, no, tied for second in that LA Valley division. There's a first place man in that place in that division now. Oh, there? Uh, yeah, there is. There's a big dog. Uh, either way, it was first place last week, too. Yeah, I know. I forgot all about it. Uh, either way. The fantasy underachievers got a big time win, though. Uh, you know what? Kyler Murray, Kenneth Walker the third. This is looking like a team on the verge. They're on the cusp, right? right the cusp or the verge? Um, both could be the 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 the, the verge, the vup. Cusp. I mean the cusp. The verge the of the cusp. The verge of the cusp. The cusp of my verge or whatever. Okay. Okay. Um, but I was reading a lot of stuff. Kenneth Walker. You know, with him being the starting running back now, it's like he's, he's going to win a lot of people some fantasy leagues, and that could be the case for him. Kenneth Walker's 37 points. He's getting a lot of touches. 168 and two tutties is fucking amazing. Um, with Dallas Goddard on the bye, Gus Edwards back to Gus Edwards, the starting running back in 21. He had a lot of points on his fucking bench. Tua's fucking back now. When he's healthy, he's putting up a lot of points, so he's got a good little one-two there. Still has DeAndre Swift on a fucking thing, so... All these people come back healthy. I know a few weeks ago on the podcast, he had like nine guys on the fucking IR. Well, guess what? Not not nine guys anymore. You know, <laughs> so it's fucking his team's getting healthy and they get to come together, man. He's gonna have a lot of options to be able to put in. 
Uh, he's going to have to drop some guys, too, if DeAndre Swift comes back because he can't keep all them fucking running backs. So somebody's going to have to get let go. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but he's got a lot of options, and um, I think he's trending in the right direction. That's for damn sure. It's nice to have those options. I agree. League nemesis, 108 points. They're now three and four, looking woeful in that South Division. That losing record is not befitting of a commissioner, uh, not befitting his station, so to speak. But you know what? He's wearing that record anyway. Hap, talk to us about the league nemesis. Is this guy, He's on. A, is he on the edge of the envelope here? Is he cusping the wrong way? He's definitely cusping the wrong way. But he's holding on. It's not like he's getting blown out every single time. He's he's edging. He's getting edged out every single time. He's at least he's starting Pollard. Look at it that way. At least he's got that dude back in rotation. But yeah, man, fantasy underachievers. I feel like he wins, and the Valley wins as well. Uh, everybody in that division seemed to win this week. But uh, yeah, league nemesis, man. I don't know. I don't know. Their schedule looks kind of, kind of tough. I mean, well, let's be honest. He had Josh Allen on a bye too. Uh, if you look at his bench, he had a lot of points on the bench. Waller's still out, so he could have made. Yeah, he could have. He could have made a few different moves. I mean, but either way, um, Edgar's getting healthy at the right time. Kudos to Edgar. Um, and like I said, Edgar, once, Edgar, but, Edgar. but once. Um, um, some of those guys, and we don't know what's going to happen with Michael Carter because remember, Brees Hall got hurt, so Michael Carter might get more first team touches. Who knows after the James Robinson trade? So he's got some options too. So it could be interesting to see what happens, but still early. Three and four is not bad. If it were two and five, I'd be a little worried, but three and four still within striking range of for, for playoffs. We still got five weeks to go. So I mean, um, he gets Josh Allen back, got that bye week out of the way. So I mean, I think he's okay. I think both teams are trending in the right direction still. So the Rose and the Guadalupe Enrico's Taco Killers, the Rose in full bloom with 135.2. Jumping to three and four in that second in that South LA division. While Taco Killers now drop to one and six. The first team with six losses. A woeful campaign so far for the Taco Killers. Only 97 points uh, to speak of. You know, and it's sad because I think that's an improvement from last week. Uh, that being said, is there any hope for the taco killers? Who wants to talk taco killers really quick? Because we could talk Rose and we're going to talk about a big, you know what? Oh, wow. We got two, three people want to talk taco killers. We got all kinds of hands in the air. Um, I'll tell you what, let's talk, but you know what? Let's have a quick round table about taco killers. Cause it feels like this might be his epitaph at this point, uh, a eulogy, so to speak. You know what? EJ, talk to us about taco killers. Are they done like dinner? The first team going fishing. Uh, are they mathematically even still in it? Yeah, they're mathematically still in it, but um, it's not looking good. Um, I just, you know what? I know he had a strategy last year and it paid off. I don't know what the strategy is this year. Um, clearly not trying to win it is not part of the strategy right now. So um, um, right now she's struggling a little bit, you know, Um Mark Andrews putting up a 0. 0.6. That's that was unheard of. I'm not saying he would have won, but still he probably would have had 115 or something. Mark Andrews is usually good for a 15 to 20 burger. But um I think he, he didn't really do anything wrong in his lineups if you look at it. Every a lot of zeros and I mean he didn't say anything different. He did right. And you know, um just the rope bounces sometimes. 
yeah, and LaRosa had a fucking zero in his flex. He still fucking won. So um thought some points on the bench. And I think the interesting part with him is, you know, um, is he supposed to have, t- like I said, his quarterback play is going to be interesting. Brady sucks. Mac Jones, not very good. Um, looks like Mac Jones is benched now. So we'll see what happens. He got benched during the game. So, um, but Ramondre Stevenson, first team touches. Aaron Jones had a good week. And um, uh, Tony's Aaron Jones, I might add. Uh, and then D-Hop, first game off the bye. So it'll be interesting. So, um, like I said, it's he's, he's I think he's towards the top in that division. Um, see what happens. Like I said, he's I mean, either way, good at this point of the year, when you get into the final four or five weeks, any wins a good one. So, congrats to Rose. Solid double dip there, Eric. Uh, do you want to talk about uh, the Rose de Guadalupe or did he nail it there? Hap? Sorry, Hap. Um, no, 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 it's okay, man. I'm, I'm on team La Rosa, man. They're they're having a great year. We we've been saying it throughout the last couple of weeks. This this is their time. They look like they're rolling on all cylinders. But them taco killers, man. I, I feel like Raul bought a boat. Does he own a boat now? I wish. Shit. I feel like he has one and he doesn't tell anybody. And this is the curse for it. Mm, yeah. Next time if you own a boat, tell somebody. Jeez. I'd like to go for a fucking ride on the boat. No, you're more of a you're more of a natural pond guy. So. I'm not a pond guy. How dare you? I'm deeper than the blue sea. My head is like a shark's fin. Hello, Cool J. You said you're a ponderosa. Fuck uh, you. <laughs> you're a lake whore. Yeah. Just first thing that came to my mind. Swamp baby. Damn, Swamp. how do you know all these weird bodies of water? Fucking mean things to say. <laughs> Fucking. I don't, I don't know. know. I just felt me. I don't know. Screwed. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was saying it. To. Names that have bodies of water in them. Fucking. Did you? What did you? What did you call me? A swamp baby. Ponderosa. No, he called me a swamp baby. Right. Like chicken. Like chicken macamico. It just feels super fucking disrespectful. Anyways, all right. Uh, the mishaps went ahead and scored 145.6 points to beat Team Quan, only 77.2. Team Quan now drops to two and five, while the mishaps are three and four. Mishaps tied for four and three. Place. Oh, four and three. Did I say three and four? Yeah, you did. I purposely shortchanged you. Three and four. He's uh, they're all tied. He's four t- and three. Uh, He's tied with the underachievers, I believe, in the Valley Division, which is looking more and more like the strongest division in the league. But that just is what it is because, you know, uh-huh. you'd be winning sometimes. Uh, that being said, the mishaps went in and had themselves a big-time win. Hap, go ahead and gloss yourself real quick. Good win. Nice job. Um, I'm only going to gloss one player here, and that's that's motherfucking Daniel Jones. Uh, welcome to the NFL. Had his first real game as a giant quarterback. Um, I hope to see many like it going forward. Let's go to the other side of the ball because this is very interesting. We've been talking Team Quan all year long, and this guy's like, we're like, he's got to get the right combo. He's got to make it work. And, and he's got combos on his team. I mean, look, 145, you ain't going to catch Hap Alvon. You ran into a buzzsaw this week. That is what it's <laughs> up to two and five. But you know what? You have the fucking, you have some guys on your bench that are going to put those points up. Jerry Judy, but Traquan Thornton. Freeman, you know, like, uh, dude, Devon, the Anta, the Anta, the Anta, Anta, 
do unto others. Donta, I'll work on it later. Donta Freeman, 20.5 points. Dude's, dude's bringing smoke in Christian McCaffrey's absence. You mean Dante Foreman, yes, correct. Yeah, right? So, uh, like, man, there, there's options here. Yeah. Will he be able to figure it out in time? Because at this point, he is two and five. Hap, tell me, uh, Hap, uh, math magician, talk to me. Do you think Quan can figure this out? Because he's running up against it at this point. Am I right? Well, having Cousins and Justin Jefferson on a bye didn't help. Um, probably should have started Jerry Judy. That still wouldn't have been enough. Um, hey, it's, it's, at this point, let's be fair, starting Jerry Judy is a hard thing to do. Well, I mean, yeah. But either way, it's um, Jeff Wilson's going to become irrelevant with Christian McCaffrey. Kyle Pitts has been a bust. Um He's got a lot of second-string running backs right now. Brian Robinson still put up 14. Dante Foreman shared the balls with Chubba, Chubba Hubbard. Um, Chubba Hubbard had 17, and I picked him up. So either way, there's looks like they're splitting carry still, but Chubba got hurt. So Foreman benefited a little bit at the end. So, um, But we'll see. He's struggling right now for sure. I think this is, what, three in a row he's lost, so he's two and five. Um, one more when you get to that elusive two and six, I think it's trouble because we got 12 games in the season. If I believe, or is it 13? I don't fucking know. I think it's 13, seven, but, yeah. So, so it's 13. So, either way, you're getting to the final five, six weeks and keep digging yourself hole. It's gonna be hard to get out, especially when you get in division games. So, yeah, agreed. This is gonna be a tough one for Team Quan, but I think if anybody can pull it off and run off, uh, maybe Quan might be able to make it happen. Pap, do you have anything to say about Quan before I round out the slate? I feel like he chipped in on Jimmy's boat. <laughs> okay. In Raul's boat. Huh? Raul's boat. Sorry, yeah, Raul's boat. Okay, because Jimmy's still in it, even though you beat him. That rounds out the slate. EJ, take us to the standings. Yeah, some teams are doing good. Some teams are doing bad. There you go. God, I should have just said take it to the bridge because that was music. That sounds about right, though. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you want me to get in detail, I can. If we can just leave it as vague as it is, you know. But I'll go real quick. Whatever All right. you want to do, man. Mid City LA, we got the Cruisers at five and two. Dem Slauson boys at four and three. We got the West Siders, I think, coming off a win this past week at three and four. And we got D Smokey, who won two in a row at three and four. So that division's getting a little closer. Uh, West LA, we got Grazza at six and one. Now the number one team in all of Susio football. Um, we got the Panthers and Casey Rick at four and three. And we got a new guy bringing up the rear at two and five in that division. Uh, LA Valley, we got the Melons at five and two, one of the lowest scoring teams in the fucking league. Um, we got the Mishaps at four and three. Um, we got the Fantasy Underachievers at uh, four and three. We got the Taco Killers at one and six. So that game is still close. I mean, if it's, it's clear, it's, it's either the Mishaps or the Achievers division by my odds. But um, we'll go from there. Um, and then the South LA division, we got the league nemesis at three and four, or excuse me, the Rosa at four and three league nemesis, I believe is at three and four 66 and Shaw at two and five and Quan at two and five. So, um, that division is still close. You're within two games. If you win two games of the division, you still got a chance, um, getting into the final four or five weeks, but that's where we're at with the slate. So. Um, exciting football as we get into the last, um, I want to say five, six weeks of the season. So nice. Next week, seven, week seven's in the books. We're looking at week eight, right? Because it comes after seven. EJ? That's, yes, sir. Damn, my man. That's why I have you. Week eight, baby. 
Week eight, let's talk week eight and dive right in. What are you guys talking about? Let's talk games of the week. Who's going first? EJ, you taking us? Yeah, I will take us to the promised land. You know, I will, you know, someone's got to, you know, to help save this fucking show. Um, I'm going to go with um, La Rosa de Guadalupe and the in the mix and mishaps. I'm, I have a hard time saying that. It's like, you know, it's, 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 the, it's the motherfucking mishaps. You know, it's it, it, it misses that motherfucking. Just saying, Motherf- but um, um, both these teams are four and three. Excited about this matchup. Um, they both have some options that they can do. I don't think they have put their final lineups in. Um, Daniel Jones, great coming off a great week. I don't know. Um, that's the thing. Can he be consistent again? I think that's the biggest question for for um, the mishaps. If he can do it again, um, Danny Dimes, if he can do it, going up to Seattle, teams traveling west, interesting to see if they do well. Uh, but they are in Seattle. Uh, and then you still got some guys on the bench. Obviously, if Russ Diculus can get back to to normal pre, pre-pandemic, and then he's got some options. But um, this is going to be a tough one. I like I, the scene at the matchups. I do like the mishaps. I don't like Tom Brady against Baltimore. I don't like Aaron Jones at Buffalo. I don't like – Reminder Stevenson at the Jets. Um, I think the big the big thing will be Debo and um, DeAndre Hopkins coming back. I think those are going to be some interesting ones. So I think uh, Mishaps pulls us off to go to five and three. Um, I think he wins by about I don't know I don't know what the point total is going to be, but I think he wins this one pretty easily by like twenty, in my opinion. Ah, Thank you, prayers. Points. You're taking yourself, right? You like your chances. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm liking my matchups as well this week, dude. Right. I think Mixon's going to have a nice day in Cleveland. I think Joe's going to have a nice day. I, I think I'm going to do really well. I, I say 20 points plus as well. Okay, here's the point where I do one of my classic Tony against the great <clears throat> contrary things. Or do I? Because I, I figure, you know what, you're right. Actually, I really like Caps odds here. Um, I do not like Daniel Jones. He's like, he looks like Pinocchio and he might be, he might be Matt Ryan's nephew, but he's that, a strong white man. That being said, he's playing good football. He has good wheels. And I, I do not, do not like the matchups happening with the Rose. I like the Rose's football team, but I don't like them this week. I think the Rose, I think they're going to, they're going to take one on the chin here. I'd say mishaps by 10. Right? Eh? By 10. Hap, talk to us about your game of the week. What do you got? My game of the week. My game of the week is Grazza versus the damn cruisers, man. That is my game of the week. Uh, I'm thinking Lamar Jackson might have a better day in Baltimore than he did last week. Um, I'm I'm going Grazza on this one, man. I think Grazza is going to kind of steamroll this. I think it's going to be a blowout. I'm, I'm going 20 points plus. I'm going Grazza. 20 points plus. Shit. Now, you know what? I, I'm not upset with the cruisers this week. I mean, I think Gratz has really got it going on with, with that squad, but I think what you what we've been talking about this whole time, you know, those Brees Hall being out, Brees Hall has been a big cog in that machine. You know, uh, Derek Carr will have a good game. I think Seattle is playing a lot deadlier football than people are real, realizing. I think Saquon Barkley is going to realize that. They have a bit of a no-run policy right about now. Uh 
I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the cruisers. I think the cruisers are gonna take Gratz into the kitchen and make them up a big old humble pie, maybe a little crow. I don't know. They were calling this the Prager Bowl, right? Prager. Oh, yeah, I don't know. You tell me. Because they work. They both work for Doctor Prager. Well, do they? The guy who makes those uh, Doctor Prager's uh, frozen patties. You, really? You ever gone to the frozen food section? Um, typically I don't. I like fresh, but okay. Excuse me, Anthony Bourdain. I'm just we're saying that like if you go there, you'll see they have these patties, like they're called Dr. Prager's California burgers or whatever the oh, that's lovely. veggie burgers, and that, that that's who the guy they work for. Okay. Sounds like they're for assholes, man. Well, that's I agree with that assessment. Whatever, dude. If you're buying your patties from the frozen section. You're not the type of person I want to associate with anyway. You're giving, you're giving, you're giving Patty her patties. <laughs> uh, EJ, who do you got? Um, this one, oof. This is going to be interesting. Um, Brees Hall hurts a lot. Um, I just don't like his running back situation. With Edmonds, who's Raheem Mostert's clearly taking that over as I'm the guy getting the fucking points. Um, if we look at it, he's got one one running back in Derrick Henry, and he's got a bunch of fucking garbage assholes. So that's not looking good. And um, wide receiver, he's got Tyreek Hill, and then he's got Romeo Dobbs, who's not getting anything. So, I mean, I, I, I Cruisers come off to a great start, and just looking at this team right now, I don't know how. Um, but um, I'm gonna have to go Grats on this one, even if he's got fucking five running backs out. I'm gonna go Grats on this one. All right, cool. You and your Grazza. I believe me, I want him to lose, but right now I just don't see it happening. Right above you to win. And, I mean, dude, like I, I'm not wishing Will ill ill towards him. He's Lamar to have a 40 50 point week like he used to. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Tyreek can put up a big Detroit wall. Only difference is, is Detroit gives up that gives up the cheeks, gives up gives up the ass. So, but like he's got no other fucking options. Renfro's not getting shit after Devonta Adams got there, and he's going against Devonta Adams, so it doesn't fucking help. So it's like, I mean, unless he makes some moves, I'm I'm I don't see him scoring over 100 points any week unless Tyreek Hill goes fucking 30, 40, and Derrick Henry goes 30, 40, and Lamar goes 30, 40 because there's no. It's hard to find fucking points anywhere on that team right now. The way it's going, it's it's just it struggles. It's it's fantasy football. That's the way it goes. You know, some things some things are good, some things are bad. So, I hear you. Kate, I'm taking Casey Rick and the West Siders. That's my game of the fucking week. And you know, is it? Because why wouldn't I pick Casey Rick? This guy's red hot. The West Siders are red hot. These are two red hot teams coming and gonna have a red hot game of fucking football. Are they red hot? I don't. I. Did I just say it too many times? Is that what happened? But fine. They're both red hot, though. One team's four and yeah. the other one's fucking three and four. Like, they're fucking forced to do battle. Like, Kirk yeah. uh, Look, okay. I'm taking Casey Rick. You know I'm taking Casey Rick, but this is going to be an edge edger. Dude, I'm talking, like, cuspish. A lot of cusp vibes here. I think it's going to be, like, uh, the two-point game, Casey Rick going his way. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's red freaking hot. He's playing Cleveland. I mean, come on. Yeah. Let's... Division games are tough. Stop it. They are but, tough. That but, is true. But, but, but they're still, should. He's still, still good. It's fucking that. Cleveland. And the Bengals right now cannot be stopped football-wise as far as you, just throwing the ball around, you know? Uh, 
I like Geno Smith. I like that he's keeping him in there, but the Giants actually, they're pretty tough against the pass. So I think this is mm-hmm. a stiff test for them. For uh, So I'm not, I'm kind of fading that a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah right? Um, yeah. Up and down that lineup, dude, Will Disley, I think he's the, the only person I think is probably going to have a big game on Seattle's side this week is going to be Will Disley, and he's playing for Casey Rick. So there's that. He probably won't be playing considering that shit. He's got Travis Kelsey on his bench. Oh, no, never mind. Travis Kelsey's sitting. Bye week. Bye week. Yeah, so Disley, dude, this, uh-huh. is, this is just uh, serendipity. Yeah, I think Casey Rick's going to take this one. It's going to be closer than we think, but I'm taking Casey Rick. Who do you guys got? Talk to me. Each. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think this will be closer than you think, but I, like I said, I do like the Burrow matchup. Um, David Montgomery at Dallas, I don't like. And. Like I said, I think this is going to be a lower scoring game than people think. Um, I think this is going to be low 100s, high 90s. Uh, but I think I think um, Rick pulls us off by a little bit. All right. Taking Casey Rick. We got Casey Rick fan club happening here. No fan. But... You will be. Don't worry. It happens. Not at all. Like a fine moss. Uh, go, go ahead, Hap. Who do you got? I'm going West Siders, man. I feel like West Siders are on a real uptake right now. I'm going west side the whole way, man. I'm not in the club. Why are you going west siders on this one, Hap? Just being a hater? No, I'm no, just curious. It's a question. No, no, I'm just – it's a gut feeling on this one. Okay. Okay. I like it. I, like I also it. agree with you. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But my gut tells me west siders on this one. Well, I think he's got the two best running backs going in this matchup for sure. So. Let's go up and fire the rest of this shit because this is the best of the rest. Let's go ahead and do it. Team Quan against the Honeydew Melons. What is it? I'm not even going to tell you. Just who do you guys got? Talk to me. Um, Considering that you're in, I don't know, your lineup and you got a lot of guys on the bye, (laughs) it doesn't look very encouraging. (laughs) Both your running backs are on the bye. Um, I'm going to have to go Quan on this one with the upset. Um, hate to say it, I don't like your matchup with Aaron Rodgers anywhere right now. <laughs> and and um, Boonsies, I mean, Gary Bill Davis, so yeah, I think you're losing, buddy. Sorry, <laughs> rapid firing it and yeah, fucker. <laughs> this should have been a gimme week for you, man, but this is going to be a super close one. Uh, I think you might edge it out, but if you do, it's going to be by like two to three points at best. Quan might have you, but I'll I'll still give it to Tony on this one. I I think Quan's going to get him. He hasn't put Jefferson or Cousins in, so this is. I'm taking Team Quan as well. (laughs) (laughs) It just is what it is. Polkine Panthers and them Slauson boys. Let's talk about it real quick. Who do you guys got? Let's go around around the horn. Who are you taking? Duh. We know who I'm taking. Cap, who are you taking? I'm I'm taking them. I'm not taking them Slauson boys, man. Yeah, I'm taking them Panthers as well. I think I'm taking them Panthers. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit them with a double double rar. And 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 I'll say, can I just uh, as a caveat, um, I do like the fact that James Robinson got traded to the fucking to the to the Jets. So, uh, so, so then now hopefully he gets some first team touches, and that means Travis ATN is getting all the first team touches. So, I like where my running back situation's headed now. So, what if the backup is uh, in Jacksonville now? James Hastie, Jermichael Hasty. Oh, Jermichael Hasty. 
And I like where I'm going. I got Shubba Hubbard too. So if he starts getting some touches, I'm looking pretty good. So I like where I'm headed. So they call that guy ATN, Mr. Glass. The bench is looking strong. I think I'm looking pretty good. I like where I'm headed. Like I said, you know, fucking the back to back is in fucking root. New guys, trash for our barbecue and deep smoke. Who do you guys got? EJ, talk to me. Smoke. You smoke all day long? Yep. Hey, hey, smoke. All day, all day. All right, D Smoke, you're taking D Smoke. Trash Fire Barbecue or D Smoke, talk to me, Hap Evan. Man, I, I want to go Trash Fire, but they just look like they're on such a decline. I'm going Smoke as well. Smoke for the ride. You know what? Fuck that. Trash Fire, going to take one this week. Going up against New England, who is reeling, by the way. I mean, Jonathan Taylor against Washington, I like that. A.J. Dillon, not so much against Buffalo, but... If he pl- he plugs in the right guys, Tyler Boyd might have another day. Who knows? You know what? I'm kind of talking myself out of this by reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to take new guys trash fire barbecue and that's that. Fuck. I'm, out of here. I'm, I'm flipping the page on this because. Uh, Whoa. This dude is really bad. <laughs> Lee Davis is Rico's Taco Killers. Two brothers forced to do battle. Who do you got? EJ, talk to me. I'm calling it right now. The older brother puts the, the younger brother over his knee and smacks his ass this week. Fucking Rico's Taco Killers gets their second win. Woo, two and six for Rico's Taco Killers. Are we going to clean sweep this? Because I am in agreement. I think the Taco Killer is going to take it. Who do you got, Hap? No, man. I'm going with Little Puppet. Little Puppet. I think, I think <laughs> Jimmy's going to win, man. Oh, you think Jimmy's going to win this game, huh? Yeah. Mm. I'm going Nemesai. Agree to disagree? What are you going to do? No grows in the Guadalupe and the mist. Oh, we already talked. You guys are already in it. <laughs> it's cool, man. I'll just edit that out later. Shaw. To Shaw and the fantasy underachievers rounding out the slate. Who do you guys got? Underachievers or Shaw? Talk to me. This is uh, my borderline fourth game of the week. This was a tough one. I like both teams uh, with what they're doing. I'm interested to see what McCaffrey does now as we get a week off. We'll see what they do. Um, but I do like where Edgar's team's headed. Like I said, he's got people getting in the right direction. Kenneth Walker, Jr., the third, um, doing good. He's got some Gus Edwards. Just, I'm going to have to go underachievers on this one. This was I'm interested to see how this one plays out, but I am going to go with underachievers. This is a sneaky good matchup, I think, this week. So I agree. Looking at it. Hap, who do you got? I'm going fantasy. Sweet fantasy. Fantasy underachievers, my friend. That is worthy of Mariah, what you just dropped right there, by the way. So, oh, yeah. Goddamn songbird, Hap. Fuck. Of our generation, at least. Wait, can we throw that as a closing song? Come on. Can we get on it? Tech crew? <laughs> you want me to look it up? If I, uh, I'll put it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Do that in the background, man. I'll do it later. But Mon- you- M- Mon says, put that on. Put that on. We got to have a guy that we call that no, doesn't, no one pays attention to. Yeah. But, you know, you need like our, ba- our back producer. Hey. It's just Clyde, like Clyde, Clyde, intern. Clyde, put it on. It's press number four on my playlist. Arshak hits me with the track. Um, hits me with the track. Looking at this, I don't think Tyler is real. I don't know what you were thinking uh, there, there, EJ, last week, where you're like, Tyler Hedicke, he's better than Carson Wentz. He is not. Only one, didn't they? Eh, I think I don't think they won because of him. He wasn't their safe. Uh, no, I'd rather start Ty- Taylor Hedicke or Tyler Heineken or whatever the fuck you want to call him over fucking... Matt Stafford, who gets fucking royally owned by the fucking 49ers. 
It's actually a pretty good point. I'd probably stay with Heineke as well. Uh, but that being said, I'm going to go with the underachievers as well. I think 66 and Shaw is going to have himself a time. It's going to be tough for him, but, you know, we'll see what happens. And that's why they have to play the games. And that rounds out the slate. You know what? Before we get the hell out of here, I want to hear some I want to hear some parlays. How did you finish last week? What who did you pick last week? I don't know. I think I lost because lost? fucking Tampa Bay fucking fucked everybody. You lost us a bunch of money. Is that what you're saying? I lose a bunch of money, but that game kind of fucked everything. I think I don't I remember what I what I picked last week, but I feel like I won. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Um so let me go with my three game par- parlay this week. Um here's what I'm going with. I'm going with Do it. Uh, let's see here. I'm going with uh, – I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, right now they're favored at, at minus three right now, currently opening. That might change a little bit, but at those odds, I'm taking the Bengals, putting up a big number this past week. I like the Bengals right now. Their offense is rolling. Um, Browns, interesting to see what happens. Division games are tough, but I still like the Bengals. Um, I am going to go with this one. I am going to take the, the Seahawks. Seahawks are favored by three right now. I do like what the Seahawks are doing with Kenneth Walker the third. Um, I know that Metcalf might be out, but I'm not too worried about that. I think they're playing some good football. And the Seahawks with the 12th man is an interesting matchup, so I'm going Seahawks. And in this upcoming one, I think I'm going to take the Titans. Right now they're one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Texans. I'm going to go Titans on this one. Um, That'll be my three-game parlay. Um, If we're looking for some extra action, I would say uh, potentially look at um, Panthers. They're getting five against the Falcons. Panthers are coming off a big win. Cool. Uh, but there's some interesting matchups. So. You want to steal any more of my picks? I'm not sure. I could steal them all. Ooh. Fucking jerk. <laughs> like, come on. Meat. Cut. 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 That dude. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Panthers. I like the Panthers to beat the Falcons, and I like the Six. I think that the Falcons are fool's gold. And the fucking Panthers? Yeah. Those guys. Well, yeah, you're right. That's a, that's an interesting one because the Falcons are always tough at home. As you saw on the road, they gave up fucking the cheeks this past week. But at home, they're fucking they fly around a little bit better for some reason. So birds fly indoors. <laughs> they don't do that. They call it an aviary. I I, yeah, I also just I do like your Bengals pick, but I don't ah those divisional matchups. I do like the Seahawks though. It's a that's a good one, and I like the Dolphins at the Lions. We'll see what happens with the Colts because they bench Matt Ryan for the year now. I don't know if you heard that. So, mm-hmm. the great, the great Sam Ellinger. Sal Ellinger. Yeah, that's my guy. Guess Hook'em horns. Hook'em horns. Rookie card. I, I think Brady's going to come out on Thursday and ball hard in fucking Baltimore, man. Well, I'm tired of seeing Antonio Brown memes with fucking Giselle. So hopefully they do. So, dude, that's cool. Dude, that's why they're playing so shitty. He's going through a rough divorce, a messy, messy divorce. I don't want to hear it. You're the fucking goat. Play through it. So. I, I wish he did. That would be so cool if you fucking just like, I don't give a fuck about that bitch. Tiger Woods was cheating on his wife with like 900, 500, 545,000 women, and he still was crushing the Masters. So I don't want to hear about pressure. Jackets and shit, dude. Yeah. That's how he has to start pushing himself, right? That's why. It's like, you know, why is Tiger sucking? Because he's not banging everybody in the world. That's why he's not fucking winning. He's missing that strange. All right. He's missing out. He's not sleeping with fucking 25 women a night. That's why he's not winning fucking the Masters. Poor Tiger. I feel bad for Tiger. Shouldn't. The holes. Yeah. Poor guy. He has, has he almost bro- lost his leg with fucking 740 million in his fucking bank account. Wow, that's fucking great. <laughs> oh, man. Pap, do you have anything before we leave? Hmm. Dynamite take. 
How about some bold prediction? Give us something crazy. Give us some nuts. No, man. I'll, I'll give you something crazy, man. Oh, all the all the teams that are four and three will win. That's a good one. Is, there, is that possible? Possibly. I don't know. And you play you play La Rosa. That'll be interesting if both of you win. <laughs> and then there's another team where they're four and three. I, I have a bold I have a bold prediction. Then I play fucking every <laughs> LA division is gonna lose. <laughs> Everyone in West LA is gonna lose. Yeah. Oh. Straight up. Uh, there's another one. The Melons are gonna be one of the lower scoring teams of the week. <laughs> hey, that's that's not bold. Do we play small ball? Dude. That's how we roll. That's great. Where to go, money ball? We're like the Sex Panthers of last year and the year before. Well, that's fine. But throw uh, some respect on the name, defending champion. Jeff Sex Panthers. This is Ben Susio Football Weekly. I am Tony G, and for Eric the Mathematician Johnson, my main man, Half Albon. We will catch you guys next week. Good luck out there, and uh, you know, love. Did you see that run? That's great. We just lost like four viewers. So. <laughs> <laughs>